Hi, welcome to Promo Insiders, a counselor podcast, live edition here on Facebook. I'm Chris Ruvo with Counselor. I'm joined by my ASI colleague, Teresa Hagel. Teresa, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, we're here today to discuss pandemic parenting and back to school and all the madness that's associated with it. And that's been going on for the uh, for the last few months. Uh, Teresa and I are, are both parents in, in addition to uh, working, of course. And um, I have two boys, ages uh, 12 and 9, and Teresa has a daughter. Teresa, how old is Talia now? Uh, Talia is 8, and she's going into third grade. And she, okay, all right. So we're, we're speaking um, from experience here and definitely with a, a sense of firsthand knowledge of, of, of what goes into this and just how challenging um, um, it could be. Uh, a lot of what we're going to discuss today is going to focus on, um, on back to school on uh, some of the choices we made for, for back to school for our kids and what went into that. And probably more importantly for everybody, a bunch of tips and strategies that you would be able to use whether you're decided to send your kids back to in-person school or if you're um, keeping them home to do uh, cyber learning slash uh, homeschool learning. Yeah. So, or um, you don't have a choice. Not everybody gets to even pick, though. Great, great point. Great point. Oh. We're we're, we should, we're going to discuss that right away. Actually, let's jump into that, Teresa. Um, yeah. So, so what did you do? You had a choice. Your school mm -hmm. district offered a choice. They said you could do in home, right, or cyber. And what um, choice did you make? Yeah, so the, they had a choice between they were doing hybrid learning like a couple of days in the actual classroom and a couple of days, the other half of the week, cyber, or you could choose to do all cyber. Mm -hmm. um, I decided at least to start out the school year, we're just going to stay cyber since we're, we're home already. And I just don't want her to be like a guinea pig. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, it's kind of like we have the luxury of being at home. So it's going to be hard. Like, I certainly didn't like, you know, parenting. Mm -hmm. and working and doing the schoolwork at the end of last school year that was really hard but I feel like and so I, I would have expected that I would have chosen you know gone the other way but mm -hmm. I just I, I just want to wait and see what happens before you know setting her back there. I think that's a pers perspective a lot of people can relate to and it's mm -hmm. it's one I share you we you know discussed this before um we were, we were live here and uh, my school district also offered a, an option where you could do a, a cyber school through the school district in instead of uh, in person. And we really wrung our hands over it, my wife and yeah. I, because we know both boys would absolutely benefit being in person. They're both social kids. They're um, involved with a lot of different things in school and they, they benefit even just the simple, you know, for the youngest one, like recess, just going out and playing yeah. at recess oh, is yeah, such sure. a big thing for, for him. And and we really wanted to send them, but just after kind of weighing the pros and cons relative to our personal situation, we're both working out of the house right now. We're able to, to still make money and, and be here. Mm -hmm. And that, and the decision to go cyber, at least for a time, um, seemed like the, the, the way to go for us. And then there's been, you know, some of these troubling stats that have come out, you know, over the last, I know some people are going to believe them or not believe them to varying degrees, but, but still they're, they're being put out there as fact. So I'll mention a couple like, uh, the university of Alabama, I think today they had what 560 cases confirmed within the last week or so. Um, yeah. there was, uh, I forget how many hundred at the university of North Carolina. So there's some evidence that when you, when you do bring a lot of uh, younger people together, even they could spread. So we yeah. kind of similar to you wanted to see how things go before sending the kids back. That said, 
there's no judgment on people who are sending their kids back to in-person for a lot of people. It's not an option, whether it's yeah, just that's right. all that's offered through the school district or they simply can't be home to, to right. do. Yeah. Well, and that was that was another thing I was sort of thinking of. Not that I'm like a huge selfless person, but mm -hmm. it was like we can't because we can do this. There are people who can, so mm -hmm. let's kind of lessen the burden on the school and like mm -hmm. give more space to the people that have to be, you know, in, in the classroom. Mm -hmm. um, so I mean, like obviously this decision works for us too, but just you know, I was kind of thinking like, well, like I don't want to put more burden and more strain on the teachers and all the other kids that actually have to be in there. So that's very, that's very altruistic of you. I, I, I wish I could say that I was like that compassionate. I mean, it's not, it's not the only, oh, only reason, you. but it yeah. did, it did cross my mind. I, you know, like I was, I've been thinking about so many different like factors and scenarios and mm -hmm. it's all like in here, it's all just like yeah. nonstop. What, what would you say is, was um, when you were doing this in the, in the spring was like the biggest challenge of, of, of homeschooling and cyber schooling? Well, I think it was, we, so part of it was we didn't like, I have my work computer and then I have like an old laptop that used to work, but now it doesn't really work for like video conferencing. You don't get any sound. Some, there was something wrong with it. So the issue would be that we would all have, we would have like meetings all at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so I would have to figure out like, cause she was still doing like dance at the time and was remote. Mm -hmm. And then she would have like, a meeting for school that would be remote and sometimes would be at the same time that I have a meeting for work and I would have to figure out like how am I going to find enough devices like I can put her on my phone and then do my you know teams meeting for work I have to make sure I can get her set up does she know how to like you know mute herself and this mm -hmm. and that so it was like I just think it was not knowing what devices to use mm -hmm. where and where to put everybody and just and at the time like we didn't really think it was I don't know, I guess I didn't really think this was gonna be long-term. It's like school's almost over. Right. We don't have to like go out and buy something new or figure out like a special place for her to be. She can yeah. just be on the couch, I don't care. Let's get through this. You yeah, know? just get it, get it over the finish line, so to speak, yeah. you know? And yeah, it, yeah and it's, for, for I mean, there's, I can relate to that totally with like like just technology hiccups through, throughout the, the whole thing, for sure. Yeah. Um, couple of the other things uh, for me, it seemed anytime I was trying to do something like this, like a podcast or, mm -hmm alive or 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 doing a zoom call with an interview like an important person i was trying to interview uh you know the dogs would that we have a few dogs they'd start fighting the kids would somehow get involved with the dogs then that then that would escalate to some kind of fight between them they'd be right. running down for intervention with me while i'm trying to wave off camera you know go away i'm, I'm trying to look like i'm a professional here no way so which is probably something a lot of people can relate to I think. Well I mean and I think that was the saving grace is that everybody was in the same boat right yeah. so nobody was getting like really mad at you because like your kid popped up to say hi I mean like you know our <laughs> boss you know had his his kids like climbing all over him so you didn't right. have to really think like oh well I'm the weirdo that has a, a kid that you know can't stay off camera. Yeah so there was definitely a, a degree of uh, uh, empathy and, and understanding with all that mm -hmm. stuff so um, so that's where we're at now. I know a lot of areas have actually gone back to school already. We're, yeah, um, yeah. we're in Pennsylvania, of course, and Pennsylvania has not started yet. We're, we're starting next week, um, with everything. So we're kind of enjoying our, 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 final days of somewhat freedom here. Yeah. Um, uh, so with that in mind, let's maybe start with some of these, these tips for, for in-person school. Does that, does that sound good to you? Yeah. 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 Sure. So, so let's see. So I got I got a couple here, and forgive me for looking off camera. I had to had to write them down. I'm just gonna be right now, we can't yeah. memorize it. We're yeah, not I, I, I can't keep track of all this. You know, <laughs> I'm just trying to keep, make sure they're not running in right now. To exactly. To so the first thing we think you should do 
Um, and that, and I should say, not we think, but we research these things with experts. These are things that are coming from child psychologists, from right. uh, school guidance counselors, people who are a lot more in the know than us. So we're not right. We're the messengers. Own. We're we're the messengers. Yeah, we are. We are but mere conduits. So <laughs> the first thing you really want to do, and, and you common sense would sort of dictate this. You want to have a really good in-depth discussion with your kids about the importance of of wearing a mask, washing hands, you know, really frequently throughout the day and social distance, social distancing. Um, you want to really revisit this subject like multiple times before the school year starts. And then as it starts, you really want to reinforce it every single day. And um, if you haven't already done so, now would be the time to really like develop strategies for, for how the kids can, you know, socially distance during the day, maybe almost like help them picture certain scenarios that they're going to be in common situations that they're going to be in during the day. And how can they navigate that, that safely? Um, I, it, it seems so awkward and strange to say that that's something that we have to focus on, but um, it, it's, even if it doesn't all sink in, some of it is going to sink in. Right. You know, for, for for younger for the younger elementary up to teenagers, some of it will sink in if you're consistent with talking about that. And I and I I think it's um a super important thing uh, yeah. to do. Um, yeah, I mean, if you if you're saying it enough that they're complaining about it, then that's probably a good amount of time. Yeah, it's a good. It means it's sticking in because it means they remember what, what right. you're saying because they're getting yeah, annoyed by the redundancy, right? right. So. <laughs> Sorry. So um, another big thing is uh, again common sense, but it's it's almost something that might might not have occurred. You know, uh, you want to get the kids outfitted with a comfortable, uh, preferably cloth mask that really fits um, their face, and mm -hmm. you want to make sure to get the mask fit like is absolutely right as as you can. Obviously, that's going to make it uh, more likely for them to wear it. We suggest, and these products are available in the promotion of products industry, getting like a mask hook to go in, in the back where it's not going to be pulling on their ears all day, where it'll sit nicely on the back of their head. There's also those, and I'm forgetting the name of the products, but they affix almost to like a hat. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. They used to be used for races, right? The ones mm -hmm. that were like magnets? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what they're called, but... But you could loop, you could loop the mask on them, yeah. right? You know, so yeah. that's so if if your children's not every children's school allows the kids to wear hats. Some do if they can. Um, you know, it might be helpful to have that on there because then it's it's not pulling on their ears. Weren't they called bib boards? Bib boards. That might that might be. It. We'll we'll figure it out and we'll post it in the comments yeah, right, afterward. Exactly. I know I I can see them so clearly. And I can't think of the Picture name. Of them. Yeah, someone someone will know if you know and you're listening, uh, put it in the comments. Um, so those are just kind of like the two real basic ways to start with if you're heading back to in-person. Uh, Teresa, I think you had a couple more you want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously, send them to school with hand sanitizer. Um, that's at least, I guess, 60% alcohol. Yeah. Um, and of course, I mean, we've done a lot of stories on this lately. The FDA keeps kind of adding to the list of the hand sanitizers that aren't safe. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's methanol that you don't want, you don't want it to contain methanol. And there's a bunch of other, um, you know, ingredients and, and types that they don't want either because it is actually actively dangerous or toxic mm -hmm. uh, if it's ingested or just because it's not going to be very effective. So you mm -hmm. want to make sure you have a good, you know, reputable hand sanitizer that's going to do what it's supposed to do. And, and to um, you, Teresa, mm -hmm. it's, 
some of these dangerous ingredients are not going to be listed. You know, they, it's just they've been identified in, in testing by the FDA. So you could so people can go to asicentro.com backslash news. And we have a whole story on this that links right to the FDA's whole list. So you could find out right. everyone that's considered suspect. So if you're concerned, check that out. Yeah. So they actually list the the brand names, right? It's yep. not like you don't have to like be the the sleuth to know what the ingredients right. are. You just right. go and like, you know, okay, I'm looking at this brand. Let me go check up on this list and see if it's on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so another thing is kind of when you're easing yourself back into this, this school year, if you've been very strictly with uh, social distancing throughout like the summer, um, and your kids haven't really had any interaction with with peers. I guess now would be the time to sort of slowly reintroduce them into social situations in kind of a controlled way. Mm-hmm. Um, but because you know they're like once they're thrust into school, they're going to be around other kids. Hopefully yeah. they'll they'll keep the distance that they need to. But um, now is the time to sort of ease them back in where you can be there with them. Like mm-hmm. that way you can kind of guide it. Like obviously you're not going to be in school with them, so you can't ensure that that they're away from the kids and doing what they're supposed to. But if you uh, start doing some social um, interactions now, then you can, it can be in a more controlled way where you're in charge and can kind of pull the kid away if they're, you know, running up to give their friend a hug or whatever. And just, just reacclimating them to being around people other than you, if if that that hasn't been the case for a while, you know? Yeah. 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 I think think that's a big thing. So I got another one here for everybody. Um, this actually, this initially, my wife and I were thinking that we were going to send send the boys back. Mm-hmm. And um, one of our b- biggest concerns is not even the school day itself, but it was the bus ride there. Because anyone who has kids know uh, the bus is a free for all. Oh, it, gets, yeah. it, it gets crazy. It, it, it's it's pandemonium. Um, even good behaved kids go a little bonkers. We all, it's just it's just the way it is. And and plus, it's just a physically smaller space where by nature of the construction they're going to be sandwiched closer together so with that in mind um if possible it's not possible for everybody but if you can consider driving them there and then and then picking them up or if you live in a more urban setting or suburban setting we're in more rural areas um you know you could walk them to school consider doing that you know anything that you could do to minimize their um their time with others in really compact, you know, spaces that are not going to be super greatly ventilated, especially as winter sets in in certain yeah. areas. Um, right. You know, it's it's a it's a really smart idea to to do that, and I, and we would recommend, and some experts recommend this too. Um, you know, keep them off the bus if possible. If possible. I mean, I think the schools are doing what they can to, um, you know, keep the kids separated on the bus, but. You know, there's only there's only so much money they have to right. be able to do that. I think they can't individually bus each student. It's right. just not going to happen. Right. So no, that's not. No, I think people would be very upset when they got their tax bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Um, but I mean, the other like I know our schools, you know, regularly, I think they would have three kids on one of those tiny seats, which I mm-hmm. didn't realize. That seems crazy to me. But so now now it's like to be distanced. There's only two people on a seat, which mm-hmm. I thought they were only made for two people. But. Right. So, and and even and even that that two, if there's two in that seat, there's still ones right behind them coughing over. Oh, the yeah, seat and yeah. everything. So it's, you know, it it's it's something where it's if you can avoid it, you know, it might it might be a smart move too. So right. um, 
so good move there. Um, another thing, and and not everybody recommends this. Some people, some of the experts I read call this overkill. Uh, other others said, no, it's it's why not take this precaution if you can. It's it's to have them shower and bathe when they when they get home from school or whatever mm. whatever you know your preferred washing method is. And in, in addition to washing the hands, have them yeah have them jump in the shower. Uh, you know, do do a full cleaning and throw the clothes down in in in, in the laundry and, and you know kind of away from you know everybody else and everything. It's just um, it's not a catch-all, uh, but it is just one other layer of protection and 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 hygienic practice you you could you could have to protect them and and the household. You know, um, yeah. so if it's if if that's not too burdensome a step, um, you know, and you're around when they're getting home and you could kind of enforce that, might be a smart idea to do it. <laughs> Are right. you gonna? Are, you, you think when you send Talia back your maker? I I can just imagine my boy's reaction when they come. I'm like, oh, yeah. time to shower. Oh, are you kidding me, Dad? You know, <laughs> we had our shower last month. You know, like, yeah, yeah. yeah she's definitely still at the. Uh, I don't like to uh, shower stage. So yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I think they all are. For you, yeah. you, the, the, my, my one who's on the cusp of of teenage years is just starting to come out of that a, a little bit, but he's. <laughs> He's, he's, yeah, I know. Good thing too, right? As, as well, that's did. a good time. If you're going to come out of it, that's the time to start. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the other thing, and this is probably something you do um, through the year, uh, no, no matter what, like under normal situations, mm -hmm. but it's it's probably especially important to do it this year and to do it a little more frequently. And that's to check in with you know your teachers and administrators and to um, attend, whether it's virtual or in person, uh, school board meetings to stay on top of uh, how things are going. Hopefully you live in a, in a, in a communicative uh, school district that's going to keep you abreast of things that are that are going on. But um, rumor mills do start fast, especially mm -hmm. in the age of social media and the and the degree to which you can really get good, you know, strong, true facts, <laughs> true facts. That's a that's okay. a new that's a new phrase. Uh, um, from the people who are really in the know there and who are involved in the school district every day, that's something really that we think is you know super important um, um, to do. It's something we'll be doing once the kids are back in yeah, version. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, so we're going to move on now to to if you're doing some cyber schooling, right? And I yeah. um, so this is this is kind of where we're at, and I know we both did a lot of looking into this, so we have some, I think some good perspective to share. You want to get yeah, us started? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess one of the, the first thing you should do kind of up front is just have, have a discussion um, with your kids where you set expectations of what is supposed to be happening throughout the day. Give them a chance to ask any questions that they have, voice their concerns. And I mean, obviously, be empathetic to them. I mean, I guess that should be part of a parent, you know, mm -hmm. when, when possible. Sometimes, you know, the concerns might seem ridiculous to you, but you gotta sure. <laughs> you got to try your best to yeah. um, do that. But and kind of explain to them calmly about how how things are going to go throughout the day and, and address any concerns that they have. Gotcha. Uh, another one we have is create a schedule and stick to it. And um, initially, we we weren't really doing this. It was because mm -hmm. it was so new to us. And um, toward the end, we did get. I wouldn't say that we had a hard and fast schedule, but we got mm -hmm. better about it. And um, and it did help. And um, you know, some depending on what your cyber schooling situation is going to be. Some of this might just be dictated by the fact that you're going to have like streamed instruction and there's right. set, excuse me, uh, times and hours that you know the kids are going to be on. So that's going to help a lot. Um, but still, you do need to then structure the rest of the day or, or, around it, similar to almost how you would if they were going to in person. Well, hey, you right. know, they get home from school at a certain time. When does homework happen? Are you doing sports or some kind of after-school, you know, drama club or something? Well, you, you know, you have you have to plan around all that, and it's really important to have that 
set in set in stone really if you're at home because there's less of the natural structure so to speak that mm -hmm. you would get with like an, an in-person normal routine day um and uh, definitely definitely if it, you're doing like a self-guided mm -hmm. cyber instruction where it's like the kid just has to get on and kind of go through the stuff and watch videos my goodness there really needs to be like a set out routine and to your point before about setting expectations that needs to it it, it can't just be hey day one here's the schedule it needs to be talked about in advance kind of gone through hey this is what's mm -hmm. going to be expected of you at these different times and then and then kind of reinforced a few days leading up to school and then actually once you start actually sticking to it and being you know not a jerk but definitely you know uh being the parent or figure uh, yeah. and and yeah. making them stick to that schedule so that, that yeah. that's some super important stuff definitely um and then another thing obviously is make sure you build in some physical activity into that daily schedule because you know we all know like actually i've i've been finding it hard like i've been working from home and you know you sit a lot, lot like i sit more than i do when i'm in the office because in the mm -hmm. office i get up to go talk to someone or i get up to go get you know lunch or, or coffee or something but it's so much easier to just like sit at your chair your yes. couch or whatever so um same thing with your kids like they need to they're not going to have gym class so you need to to kind of build that in for them so that they're getting that activity that they need mm -hmm. um, Another thing is, you know, set daily goals and then have, um, you know, offer them rewards for when they hit them. Mm -hmm. So it gives them some, and I think that's the thing, like, I don't know about your school, but like in her elementary school, they have all that kind of like, I think they call them roars or something. They get little like, you know, I know they're like little tickets and then they can yeah. like, get them from the school store. So, I mean, obviously you don't have that here, but there's probably ways where you can kind of do little rewards that, that will be meaningful for your kid. So you can kind of build in that kind of reward system, you know, in the cyber school. That's a great, that's actually, a, I think a great idea. And it, they do something similar at, um, my younger boys elementary where they call, they call them tiger stripes the, the school mm. mascot's a tiger and it's oh, like if you, a tiger too oh nice look at that um <laughs> cool. and, and they they it's basically a way of rewarding them for good behavior for mm. doing especially good on assignment whatever it might yeah. be Mo yeah. most schools are going to have something like that some are still doing that through their cyber programs to to, to a degree but you mm -hmm. can reinforce that at home i think that's i think that's a fantastic idea because i know my younger one especially responds to that. Like he likes oh, yeah. to be able to say, oh, I got, I did good. Yeah. Look, I got oh, yeah. that, you know, yeah. like yeah, I, I won, it, you know. It's tangible and it's something they can like feel good about. They can bring home and be like, look, I got this. Yeah, for right. sure. Right, right, great point. So um, uh, another one is, um, and I, I, I'll admit, I, I, I sucked at this at first. Um, my, my wife has worked from home for years. And mm -hmm. so she was a just more accustomed to being around them, and a lot of times she had a, she had a much more flexible schedule. So she would kind of take the lead on on homework and a lot of stuff. And I was I coach a lot of sports, and I would always be out coaching and stuff like that. So a lot of the once we were in the home kind of stuff was falling to her. And when we first started with cyber school, I not I didn't do it intentionally. But I was a jerk. I wasn't doing as much as I should because she was used to interacting with them in that way. And um, and but I'm burnt out yes yes and, and, and it's and it's totally unfair like if you yeah. have if you're in a situation where there are two people uh, working from home definitely split up the tasks um you know equitably you know try try to give each other time to um or, or a lot some time from each of your schedules to, to help um if there is one person who's say working in the home or or not working and there's another one working outside of the home um maybe when the person from out who's working outside the home gets back home 
hey, they're gonna they're gonna chip in to help with with homework after the day's instruction is done or whatever it means. And it seems like a common sense thing, but when you when you have like the the daily life moves pretty fast, mm -hmm. and it's like if you're not keeping that conscious in mind. It, it could fall, as it did in my case, regrettably, um, to, to the person who's maybe more accustomed to do it or more apt right. or, right. or quite frankly, be, better at it, you know, yeah. to, to, well, to do it. You have to be um, intentional. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a great word for it. you have to be. So be intentional about splitting up the the, the homeschool, the homeschooling duties. Um, it's it's definitely only fair. Um Let's see. So this is another one um, that's that's super important. And I, I think we're pretty fortunate, uh, Teresa, and we're not. This isn't a paid plug for ASI. We mean this. We've had emails <laughs> from HR sent. Hey, working parents, if you need a little bit of flexibility in your daily schedule to deal with homeschooling, let's talk about what that looks like. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if your employer has not reached out to you about that, it might be a smart move to to, to reach out to them to if you're finding that your your situation is just untenable to try to manage school and you know homeschool and um, you know doing your daily job. Maybe there's a time in the morning where they know you're going to be out, you know, off for an hour or whatever it might, or not off, but just doing that work, you know, with, with your child, you know, right. um, whatever it might be there, there, their employers are definitely going to be many anyway, are going to be more sympathetic than they would have been in the past. <laughs> um, so this it looks mm -hmm. like Ty is in the, uh, walking around there. Huh? Yeah. You can, you want to come say hi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to lead in Talia. There you go. Oh, she's all gussied. Yeah, we did a little makeover earlier. Oh, very nice, very nice. Um, anyway, what did you say? She, she, her fifteen seconds of fame is lasting. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotta give the uh, camera her uh, intense look. Very good, very good. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, just that flexibility. That flexibility yeah. with work from home is is super. If you can get it, it's 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 worth it's worth an ask, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you never know until you ask. I mean. You can't assume that that your boss or your company knows what's going on with you. You know what I mean? Like if you don't say anything, they're just going to assume it's fine. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not you not to just advocate always being the squeaky wheel, but yeah, in a situation like this, I think it, it's, it's a, I think given the given the context of what's going on in the times, it's a reasonable ask. It, I think if you approach it in a way where you're not demanding and being overly emotional and oh, I need help, you know, if you're just like, hey, this is kind of the situation. Can you can you work with me? It, you, right. know, it, you know, and I'm willing to put in you know more time at the end of the day or early on in the day, if, depending on you know what exactly your responsibilities right. are, right. Um, you know, to 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 make it work. I, I, if you're will, if you show you're willing, you know, good faith. Hey, I'm not just looking for less work time. I'm just looking to move around the schedule a little bit. I think that a lot of employers are going to be receptive to that. I think so. Um, and of course, obviously, everything that we've been talking about so far is kind of assuming that there's at least one parent um, mm -hmm. at home. But I know that you know there's people who are essential workers that need to be on site doing whatever you know, whether it's you know healthcare or. Um, you know, at a grocery store or whatever, whatever the case may be, they cannot, maybe, maybe you, you maybe you work in production at a, at a, in, in, for a supplier, for a you supplier. Go, yeah. you got, yeah. you got to be in the shop, right? You right. Know? Right. So if you are not able, if both parents, if the parents are not able to be at home, however, your, your district is still, you know, doing remote, you know, the cyber school and, um, you know, that, that's that's a difficult situation to be in, but something that you could come up with is they have the, like we've heard of these pods, I guess they're calling mm -hmm. them, like these socially distant study groups. So maybe that you can kind of get hooked up with one of them, it'll be outside of the home, 
but it would be you know better because it's fewer fewer kids. Maybe it's like um, a retired teacher or uh, you know a childcare worker or something. Um, or even like you could find like a um, an unemployed family member or friend who's you know vetted and reliable and and pay them to kind of be the I, I guess it's not even really the teacher, but like just be the the adult there supervising, you know, yeah. taking over the role you would have, you know, during the day. And I know some people say, oh, maybe that's a little age specific to the younger ones, but not really, because if you have, you know, your 16 and 17 year old left to their own devices, and, and some are going to do a great job for sure. Some and, will be a Ferris Bueller situation. Yes, ab ab absolutely. You Not know, to make a very dated reference, but yeah, well, they'll be taking out the car for the joyride in Chicago and every, you know, right. that whole thing. Those of us in our late 30s and early 40s will get that. All right. <laughs> um, let's see here. So, uh, do, do, do on the socially distant study group. Um, if you, if you can finagle that and, and of course, you know, there are, there are stay at home, uh, uh, dads and moms too, um, who might be willing to run this, but there's a few in our community who are doing this and we've kind of chatted with them about maybe mm -hmm. a couple of days a week. So, you know, look for those folks too. Um, when, when doing these study groups though, if it's possible, if you're in an area of the country where the weather permits it, um, hold it outside the home for as long as possible. Maybe you could set them up on a on a back porch or a, or a deck, or you know, even in in the yard if you have good uh, Wi-Fi, because that it just even it, that increases or decreases the likelihood of any kind of transmission of any kind of disease, COVID or otherwise, just by right. being outside. Um, Plus, it's fun. But yes, yeah. Plus, it's fun, and I think that I think maybe at first it may be a little tougher to get them to concentrate, but it's still, it becomes something nice to look, look forward to, I, I think for them. So that, that's a good thing. You know, if possible, parents, there, some parents are kind of teaming up to form their own pods together. You know, if you can, maybe don't have the burden fall all on one parent. Maybe, maybe there's a, a couple moms and dads who, who have time at, at different times during the week to kind of be a leader or to be a host of this. So split it up right. that way. It's like less burden on um on on one family and also it speaks to flexibility with employer like if you know hey i'm going to work 10 hour 11 hour days monday tuesday wednesday but then thursday i host the pod so i'm going to need four hours in the middle of the day kind of right. off whatever it might be um you can you can kind of work things like that so that that speaks to the, the to the flexibility so just something to consider kind of trying to minimize the burden on on everybody when it comes to pods mm -hmm. yeah and i mean obviously if in, in your in your uh, actual like you know home classroom or, or whatnot like you should set I think set up a, a space for it mm -hmm. because like I think I was saying like last year we did not do that it was just like okay you're on the couch that's fine and she'd be like you know on her back with like the laptop like over her head it was it was ridiculous was like I don't we can't do that so we have um we had we've actually since moved since then and now we have a spare bedroom and we just set it up over the weekend with a desk and a chair and it's be very you know that is where you do your schoolwork yeah um, so i think you know ha have a designated like little office kind of area for them if you if you can with with few distractions um and another thing is uh you know with uh with, with cyber school they're going to be on screens a lot because mm -hmm. that's just the nature of um you know doing this i think all of the the kids in her district are they're all getting ipads that because you know, some of the, it's some of it's like hybrid, some of them are, are remote. So everybody's getting issued an iPad, and I'm sure they're going to be doing a lot of the work on that. So whenever possible, like you know, cut that screen time. So yeah. you know, physical books. I mean, there are still bookstores out there. Yes, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a big I'm a big believer in in books. So 
you know, go to like your local indie bookstore if you can find one and get some great, you know, physical like picture books or novels or things for them to read on their own time. Because I'm sure like your know, reading time is still going to be, you know, a big a part of the day. So make make sure that's like with the actual paper books. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, we had already said about, you know, having that physical activity. Well, that's another area to not have screens. But just like any any way you can kind of break up like that glued to the screen yes. because there's yeah. just going to be so much of it more than more than they should be getting but. even even like writing it it's going to seem archaic but like writing out their math problems or, or something like th things right. like that where it's, you're not always so zoomed in to, to yeah the, yeah yeah the paper and pencil um some of that old school stuff bring that back yeah for sure yeah. Now, now this is one i i can't believe we didn't we didn't think of but it like it's such a it's such like a great little practical tip how many times during the day did you get the mom, I'm hungry, or dad, I'm hungry, right? You know, yeah. like, especially if they're sitting around a lot because there wasn't yeah. you know, a ton to do. Um, in advance, whether you do it the night before or the morning before the school day starts, prepare them some snacks and say, these are yeah. the day's snacks. And then that way, they, they know what their snack allotment is for the day. If you really want to be regimented about it, you can say, okay, your snack time is at such and such a time, and that's when you're allowed to go get a snack. Um, also the benefit of this is you could, you're going to prepare that you'll have the opportunity to prepare them healthier stuff. Cause instead of just grabbing whatever's at hand, um, at the moment, mm -hmm. you could actually, you know, like say, Hey, all right, we're going to do apple slices instead of like, just grab the potato chips or pardon me, whatever, whatever it might be. So if you right. could prepare snacks for in advance, I think that's, um, that's a great one. Another one, of course, uh, common sense stuff, but you know, really super important with, uh, home. Uh, closely track your child's activity and and performance. Um, you know, some kids obviously perform really well um, in in a cyber setting. Others really struggle a lot more because they're just not getting that kind of engagement they need. So I think it's more important than ever to really stay on top of where your 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 kid is. And that goes back to a little strategy we shared earlier for in person, which is make sure you're having regular communication with 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 their teachers and their administrators and and the board. And then um, you know, lastly. Um, Engage. I wrote down engage in frequent and considerate communication. Considerate with with yeah. teachers. Oh yeah, that's gonna be the upper word because the teacher teachers are doing their best. Like it's really hard for teachers right now too. Yeah, I think I think I think they sometimes get maligned uh, uh, unfairly. I, I I it's a very difficult situation. They're getting it from all angles. Uh, mm -hmm. The vast majority that I know. Uh, didn't get into teaching because they wanted to make a million dollars. They got into teaching because they were, you know, motivated to help to help kids and to educate children. Oh, yeah. And um, most of them, it's a profession you generally go into with the right intentions. And most of them um, that I know, again, uh, are doing the best they can under pretty extraordinary circumstances. So try to just be sympathetic to that. And I think if you are and you approach them in that way, you're going to get more of the support that you need to make yeah. your child's education a success. So um, under pretty extraordinary circumstances. So just keep that in mind. It's it's a crappy time for everybody, oh, yeah. you yeah. know, and, right. um, you know. And then, they want to help your your kids. So they want to hear from you if you have information that's like relevant. Like I think that teachers appreciate that communication. But yeah, definitely keep in mind that, you know, they're not they're in, in the same boat we are. They don't want to be doing this either. Yeah. Um, I know that like for me, just having to go through those last few months of cyber school really gave me an appreciation of what teachers do because <laughs> I can't do it. I definitely yeah. can't do it. So yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm looking at like what we're doing is going to be a little bit more structured and they have it like you know everything is going to be a little bit more planned out so hopefully i won't be having to do as much of the the teaching myself right right, right.
Well, yeah. So listen, so you mentioned it has been a tough time. Right. And, um, and you also recently did a pretty interesting article, and it was about dealing with um, anxiety during COVID-19, and, and even broader than that, just really mental health in general. Um, and we have to remember that, you know, we're not just, as, as parents and, and employees, we're not just automatons. We're not, mm-hmm. we're not a software program, right? Like, we're, we're human beings. We do the best we can as parents. We do the best we can as employees. But we can't do that to the exclusion of all else. There needs, right. there needs to be some just taking care of up here so you can still make sure that you can be all those things you need to be to everybody. Yeah. And um, did you have a couple of tips maybe you wanted to share um, from some of your well, articles? I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think back. So some of it is just like remembering to actually kind of log off and to kind of give yourself the space to say, I can't do it all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this is a really extraordinary year. So yeah, you know, maybe your sales are not at what the level they used to be at, or you're not like kind of like up here with a uh, up here um, mm-hmm. with the uh, level of you know parenting or you know uh, uh, work that that mm-hmm. you you want to be at, but kind of giving you the space yourself the space to be like that's okay, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing it all. I'm not doing it. Don't let like what is it they would say, like, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good, you know, yeah. like, you're getting through it, like, kind of be gentle with yourself. Um, and also, like, when, when, kind of log off before, before you actually start feeling burnout, mm-hmm. give yourself that time to log off and take a walk or, or do something to decompress, because by the time you're actually feeling that, it's probably already too late. Yeah, you know, it's already got it's already got yeah. in. Yeah, it's so even if you feel silly, like to say, okay, I'm turning my email off now. You know, like I'm fine. I can still do more work, but but give yourself like kind of set it before before you think you need to because mm-hmm. that's gonna that's gonna help you from actually ever ever needing that. Um, because yeah, like that burnout that'll that'll creep up on you and and it's not good because you're not you're not gonna be productive with anything at that point because you yeah. just you kind of overloaded um uh, what else i mean like there's always like find time for things like like yoga or meditation breathing Mm -hmm. something something to kind of take your mind off the screen off of all the stuff that's going on something that can help you kind of reconnect with yourself pay attention to to your body because i think another thing people mentioned is like all the all that stress the anxiety a lot of those symptoms can be similar to covid Right. Oh, yeah. so you want to be having like an anxiety attack and then going to the doctor thinking it's it's COVID or something. You know what I mean? Like, so you need to kind of be in touch with with how your body's responding to stress. Yeah. Um, figure out whether what you're feeling is stress related, and then and deal with that that appropriately, or if you're actually getting sick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if, you, if you're not paying, if you're not kind of, if you don't really know what the baseline is, and if you're not kind of prepared um, with how you respond with with to stress then that can be a little bit more confusing. Like you might think like, oh my gosh, I'm having a panic attack or you might think it's a heart attack. You know what I mean? Like you, you should have kind of an, a, an awareness of how your body is responding to stress and kind of deal with it appropriately. I, I think those, those are those are great tips. And it's I, that last one, I, I'm going to try to follow a little bit better because my my method is to just go right up to the, like the absolute, like ready to collapse. Like I'm like, yeah. oh, I still have energy. It's like, I haven't it's like that. I can still hear the coach in the back. I'm like, yeah, you're yeah, all, yeah, you know, yeah. like, and it's like, sometimes well, it's good. Sometimes it's not. It feels know? sometimes it feels like cheating sometimes to be like, mm-hmm. to be like, okay, I'm turning the, the email off. I'm turning the computer off and I'm mm-hmm. going to go for a run or I'm going to go, you know, take a walk or whatever it is, but it's not cheating. Like that's mm-hmm. part of what's going to help you be a better worker, a better 
boss, a better parent, like that's what's going to help you. You know, you have mm -hmm. to take that time for yourself. Yeah. Um, and um, this is, it's kind of a variant on a lot of what you already said, but I would just say one other thing is if you, is if you can try to allow yourself time to just quote be like one of the things I do, cause I'm like hyper, hi, I'm hyper. That's, that's the way, that's the way to put it. You know, it's like, I think I have to be master carpenter, dad, you know, w w everything at once. And, and if I'm not doing all that every day, I'm like somehow coming up short. So it's like, if you could just find time to just be, to mm -hmm. just be like, just don't do something for a, a little bit and, and, and don't feel guilty about that. You know, it's not like, okay, I have downtime now. Let me go get in a seven mile run. Like, that's great. You know, that's great to do, but it's like, if you could just chill, you know, like just chill for a little bit, yeah. that's like, that's like a, that's like a way to go to, um, I'm going to try to do a little bit more of that going forward. I think it's going to, it's going to make you better in the long run or, or whatever yeah. it is that is allows right. you to just kind of like, let it go for a little bit, you know? Well, that's it. I think the other, th like, when this all started, you know, in the spring, I don't think that a lot of people thought it was going to be still happening now. Yes. Like, yeah. you know, so the way I was, the way I responded to it then, like, you know, we were all, like, super busy at work, and then, you know, they were out of school. Like, I, I was definitely, like, you know, up, like, you know, mm -hmm. way, way up here, and it, <laughs> and I did have that burnout. I definitely got burnt out. Yeah. And then, you know, we, I actually, in May, I kind of, we moved to a new house and I took that week off and then I came back. I was like, okay, I can't, I can't go back to that. There's no yeah. way. Like, yeah. I still want to do my work. I still want to do a good job. I, you know, I want to be a good parent. I want to do all of that, but I cannot be, I can't be at that level. Like for a short burst of time, it was okay, but it's not, it was not sustainable. And it's I think fantastic a lot of that, that you learn from it. Some people don't, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I didn't like that because I was just like snapping at everyone and yeah. I was pretty miserable. I mean, I was getting stuff done, but it was not, it was not a good situation. At the expense of everything else. So right. yeah. Right. Yeah. So not a good, so if you had for everybody, um, you know, just one or two big takeaways from today's discussion, what, what might they be? I think, you know, mainly like be kind to yourself, be kind, you know, be understanding of your kids. It's hard for them too you know what i mean mm -hmm. like to us it's like we remember like what it was like to just things being be normal it's not that they don't remember it too but like they're so much younger like mm -hmm. this is like a huge thing for them this is like their whole lives have changed so can mm -hmm. like find that find the compassion you can for them for going through this you know i i know like my kid being you know stuck at home she doesn't like being here she wants to be with her friends mm -hmm. um so find that kind of compassion for yourself and and for your kids to get through this um and just you know, keep, you know, trying to be as, as safe and healthy as you can, you know, like do, mm -hmm. do the social distancing and the mask wearing and, and do whatever, whatever you can to help get through this. Yeah. All right. Well said. And I, I would say for me, it's just try to use what, whether you're doing in person or uh, school with your kids or whether you're doing, you know, home cyber school, try to use some of those practical tips that we, we discussed today, because, you know, um, even if you see on just one or two things, mm -hmm. it's, it's going to help. Again, that's not us uh, telling you. This is stuff that we researched from, from uh, you know, psychologists, from guidance counselors, people who really know what they're talking about. Um, so, and of course, health experts. So try to use that to, to the extent that, that you can, because it will help. And then just remember that you're not alone. You know, it, it's not like there's, that this is happening in one isolated spot of the world, or, or it's a God, some kind of horrific economic crash or pollution that's specific to an area. This is literally worldwide. It's, it's, it's countrywide. It's something every parent in the United States right now is confronting in one way or the other. And, um, it, it can be easily, especially if you're working out of the home to feel, to feel isolated sometimes in it. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but just remember that you're not and that there's you know there's other people in it too and, and try to have i don't know share a bit of, uh, among share the burden with people that you trust i guess a little bit right you know? right yeah for yeah. sure all right. Well, I guess that's that's it for it for us today. Thank you so much. We hope everyone who tuned in found um, a couple helpful tips or at least had a chuckle or two. Um, we'll be posting this on asicentral.com backslash news once it's um, once it's all ready to go um, within the next day or so. So thank you, everybody, um, so much. We'll catch you again soon. Yep. Bye. Bye bye.